India Charts the truth about the markets India Charts publishes Nifty Daily daily video updates the weekly Elliott Wave outlook and the long shot report covering all asset classes Hi everyone this is Rohit Srivastava here this is the 5th of September 2020 I'm coming back to you almost after another 2 weeks I really did think I should have done something last week but after what I said the last time and we did get a clear bump up in the markets uh, into last weekend it really didn't look like i needed to you know reiterate uh, what was already said uh, but definitely apart from a knee jerk reaction in mid caps that i actually wrote about last friday i was not looking at a major overall reaction coming into the indices this week so that's definitely made it interesting and at the end of this week worth talking about now before i go on two things to mention yesterday i did a hindi version complete discussion on intermarket analysis and also on how different asset classes behave so jo bhi aap mein se hindi mein sun raha hai to aapko agar intermarket analysis aur jaise alag alag asset classes hain gold bond market equity market ye ek dusre mein kaise kis tarah behave karte hain har economic cycle mein wo samajhne ke liye aur in ke beech jo relationship hota hai short term trading mein wo bhi samajhne ke liye charts ke sath ek video hai jo ki stock edge app pe maine kal hi kiya aur wo aapko kuch time pe wahan pe shayad मिल जाएगा उसके अलावा वी ऑल्सो लॉन्च्ड द इंडिया चार्ट्स ऐप इट्स आउट ऑन एंड्रॉयड आई थिंक इन अनदर वीक होपफुली वी शुड हैव इट आउट ऑन आईओएस एस वेल सो दोज ऑफ यू हो एंड्रॉयड यूजर्स कैन डाउनलोड जस्ट सर्च फॉर इंडिया चार्ट्स एंड पुट इट ऑन सो ऑल दी पोस्ट दैट आई मेक ऑन दी वेबसाइट नाउ कम टू यू डायरेक्टली ऑन दी ऐप एंड यू एक्चुअली गेट अलर्टेड वेन आई राइट सो दैट लेट्स यू नो वेन वी अपडेटेड समथिंग ऑन एनी सिक्योरिटी मार्केट इन इंडिया अराउंड द वर्ल्ड फॉरक्स कमोडिटीज वॉट एवर इट इज दैट वी आर कवरिंग ऑन एनीथिंग we take note of so you get to know that and you can also comment get my replies on various items so it's it's a great way to uh, stay in touch and know exactly what's happening on the markets on from an analytical and chart point of view you can also directly access my youtube videos podcast right from the app itself and also the daily nifty videos that i put out so everything is in one place that's the great part about it so download it share it with your friends and don't forget to rate it on google with your five star rating So what we ended up getting is uh, you had the mid cap index sitting in high RSI 85 almost uh, last Thursday Friday and so I thought uh, that just like in the month of August you had a lot of rotation so while my upside on the nifty was still open uh, actually the month of August was sort of flat you you did get an upside but it was not significant uh, though on a closing basis from start to end of August you did move up closed above the 20 month average which is a pr- pretty positive sign Uh, but most uh, apart from those first 6 days or 7 days rally i think uh, we just kept struggling below the 11400 mark so what you uh, where the gains came from were through the sector rotation so even though reliance was flat we had the metal sector do extremely well during august and then in the last part of the week i sensed that banking would pick up and so i even did a video on that i put it out just when it was at 22000 uh, or just slightly below that when it was you know at the lower end of the range and it clearly took off from there we had a 10% rally in banking most bank stocks picked up uh, the surprise this week has been that large part of those gains have actually been given back leading to the question whether it was a false breakout but because clearly the banking rally was a breakout rally it was after a long consolidation when even nifty was doing well bank index kept remaining below uh, the 23000 mark and therefore it was not making higher highs it started to look like a consolidation which i have called a leading diagonal followed by a correction 
and now that correction is done uh, when we started up it was looking like a new wave you know and so it broke past the previous high beyond 23000 in fact this week also we've closed just above 23000 so we we are still uh, in the zone of a higher high the only thing is when you spike up and gives so much of it back that you start questioning the thesis itself so have we really reversed was it a false breakout my sense still is that it's probably not fortunately on friday we've just closed right above the 20 day moving average so that ends up being my uh, critical support at 22808 so that will be the intraday level uh, but usually i look at the 20 day uh, moving average as a closing basis support that means ideally i wouldn't want you to close below that level but intraday many times uh, the level holds as a support like it did on friday came close and then bounced back and so when you see that kind of action you still uh, have hopes alive that it's going to hold now i had similar hopes even on snp we closed we had a big downswing overnight uh, which has everyone thinking that it almost looks like a crash because when you see the nasdaq it lost almost 10% from the high and that's pretty significant almost going back to the 40 day average within 2 days and does that mean that you know things have really turned but end of the day the us indices did recover a large part of those those losses still closed marginally down Uh, but uh, and and below the 20 day average so that's one break that happened uh, but in our market the mid cap index is still still above it bank nifty is above it the nifty did end up closing below that level which i was watching so there's been this whipsawing which is happening even with the averages as has been happening with the momentum indicator so the momentum indicators first were replashing event to the trend line then trend lines were replashing a move to the moving averages because broadly if you're making higher tops and bottoms and that's the dow theory at work then the trend is up and all you're trying to do is use use one of the tools that helps you map the trend without really breaking it now it's playing around with so many different uh, methods uh, that and each of them are starting to replash one after the other the 20 day worked almost for two months uh, each pull back stopped there but last month we closed below it for one day and then bounced back again so that is the first time we had a violation and now again this friday we've done the same thing i do sense that short term it looks a little oversold so uh, we should Uh, start bouncing back from here that's my uh, gut feel and uh, not just gut feel i use the swing indicator which i publish uh, on a daily basis which is a measure of all the uh, fno stocks in terms of where their momentum is and that really reached 9 readings usually below 10 or oversold or other uh, extreme oversold sometimes you do go to 5 and 4 also uh, but we've seen single digits really work the last couple of times in a trending market unless you're in a crash you don't really go to much lower levels and so uh, since we've gotten there i'm taking that as a sign that we've reached a sh- short term oversold condition yesterday so similarly we got the wick spike also in the us with that big sell off at end of the day the wick also closed down uh, and so i'm hoping that this is a just a knee jerk reaction to what was an oversold overbought condition because the rsi of the s&p and nasdaq had reached almost 84 just like in our mid cap index one week ago so the same thing which happened to us on monday happened to the us markets thursday and friday and now that they've all come out of that condition what we are really trying to judge is whether the larger trend is still intact and this was just a knee jerk reaction rather than a trend reversal my sense it's still too early to say that it's a trend reversal now will you consolidate some more or will you immediately turn around and move one interesting fact which i actually tweeted some time back is the uh, dow jones transports index actually closed positive yesterday and even better the bank index closed 2% up yesterday so while you had all this noise and volatility around the banking sector i mean the tech sector uh, which has been the one that has been going up one way in fact 
you had some of the stocks really gap up like crazy and i had actually written about zoom and uh, and crowd and both gave some crazy swings and then after that they kept selling off for the last 3 4 days so you had this craziness in in the tech sector maybe and so that's why that's reacted more sharply but we have aren't seeing that in the other places which uh, were only participating in a slow and steady manner uh, they reacted but like there is russell the small caps did react yesterday but not significant the utilities also did a bit but the transports and banks actually remained positive so i still would actually want to see you know follow up what happens after this you had the reaction now after the knee jerk reaction do market stabilize and continue do they still uh, show weakness in trend and does the downward momentum or rather downward volume actually pick up so in our own market i noticed that uh, after monday sell off tuesday wednesday volumes were very very thin so you weren't really getting huge selling volume yesterday you got some volume but again not as much as monday so uh, it doesn't look like we are uh, you know seeing huge selling some people are associating monday's fall with the sebi guidelines and most of them are related to you know where you are buying a delivery you need to have certain amount of money up front now uh, there already been guidelines on this front that if you you know need to buy something uh, at least by the end of the day you needed to you know make the payment to your broker so in any case you needed 100% payment by the end of the day the only thing they are shifting towards is early payment or you know certain percentage being paid before the purchase and uh, various of those guidelines which are slightly harder to implement i would hope they do away with it eventually but doesn't look like yet Uh, they've only postponed it due to uh, brokers not being ready some of them have actually changed the way they consider uh, stocks for margin or uh, you know treat them as margin when you're actually buying or selling and uh, i guess it will just go along so i don't think it's such a major issue once you resorted because eventually a buyer who wants to buy stock is going to pay at the end of the day or is going to pay in the morning that slight change will not really change his intention to buy you know so this doesn't really hit your it's not hitting your fno right which is where all the leverage is uh, your maximum leverage is not in the cash segment and wherever margin funding is involved they'll find a different way of setting it up you know uh, it's already being done by most brokers uh, they've just renamed the way they provide funding against stocks and uh, once they do that slight uh, adjustment and that it gets done through an nbfc rather than the broking company itself more or less sort of uh, resolves the issue of transparency as far as difference between leveraged and non leveraged trades are concerned i think that's the main thing that probably sebi wants to achieve so in net, in a nutshell i don't think that's the reason to think markets are uh, to tank it may be uh, the only reason people could find after it tanked but the real reason would have been the overbought short term condition that the market already had at that point of time so what we are going to go back and look at is whether all this turmoil is really hurting the larger trade and the larger trade for example if it's been on the back of maybe weakness in the dollar something that paused a little bit for the last few days but it's a very small pause to really say it should have caused so many markets to react i wrote about crude oil a few days back that it started to you know first i thought it could move up then i said it's losing momentum it may go down and that's what happened this week but on friday even as equities fell oil fell end of the day copper was up gold was up marginally on the spot gold at least the futures were slightly down but the spot closed marginally higher uh, and so you had many commodity prices even aluminium lead maybe closed positive uh, even on a day when many things were actually reacting on the negative side so the way i'm reading it when you see uh, commodity still holding out the dollar trade is not so crazy usdnr actually broke down uh, in the last week 
signaling that uh, the larger trend is probably reversing which is what i have been seeing since uh, quite a while so that speed was not coming and it appears last week what the news says is rbi really stepped out of the way and allowed the usdnr to fall because they were accumulating a lot of dollars uh, with that action out the usdnr is really playing catch up and doing exactly what the dollar has been doing which is declining and that decline is now reflecting in the currency pair same with the brazilian real initially it strengthened much more than the rupee but then it bounced back and then it was not starting its next wave down which it started to do last week so in short what i'm saying uh, the dollar weakness is still there i think currencies still need to pull down we are still at levels from where another move down can start it's not clear cut trend reversal of sorts and of course longer term i still feel it's in a bear market so that view doesn't change the only risk comes on is where you get a short term risk of environment is if it got too oversold and there's a short covering rally of larger degree something we try to judge but we haven't crossed levels where i can say that is happening uh, and if it had to have an impact on commodity prices it did have copper come down on wednesday and thursday but eventually that picked up again from the 20 day moving average so Uh, in a nutshell uh, it's not an across the board risk of trade yet uh, which is why again to the same thing it looks like a knee jerk reaction as of now and so if you are seeing that positive impact probably you will see those trends again reflect back to our markets if the us bank stocks were up does that mean our bank stocks also get a fillip on monday is what i would want to see a lot of news flow came in in between from sebi from uh, following that also the agr thing which was really due more than 10 days ago but they kept postponing the final announcement now it's out uh, and so that part is discounted so no more negative flow from come from there uh, the only thing i would have liked is uh, the sense of you know how how it would really help banks because i thought there could be a positive rub off for banks and if banks have actually written a lot of this uh, agr stuff as npa then they get to actually write it back uh, in future which would have been a positive to think about but everyone got focused on the moratorium related issue so now that's the next one playing around but there also the crib really is related to the interest on interest is what i heard on cnbc yesterday and i don't know maybe the government should step in and just do away with that it would be part of the stimulus if it's a small amount uh, because the interest is large but interest on interest i mean if uh, they really want to you know uh, do a giveaway and keep people happy that's something they could step in and you know simply say fine it's it's our it's our problem why does an rbi just you know uh, write it off uh, for example so that's just a thought i'm not sure it will happen exactly like that uh, and unless the government steps in it's on to the supreme court to f- finally decide whether uh, the bank can really continue to levy that but it's if it's part of normal banking practice i don't think the court really has a say uh, in the matter it's finally a government decision that has to come in uh, the matter itself as to how you really treat the moratorium so a painful week and what we are seeing repeatedly is this trend breakdown every 5 to 6 days now this is what i have not uh, liked or been uh, tuned to though uh, it does keep happening over and over again and uh, since i think may we've seen it for the fourth or fifth time now sometimes i feel it has to do with the weekly settlements and in, in the nifty and bank nifty itself that because they are there there's an interest to really keep volatility down and so the volatility traders if they really have a strong hand then uh, they're trying to manage that volatility even though the trend up is moving and that's causing these short term reactions but really if flows were very very strong which they were from fis only in the last two weeks because prior to that fi flows were pretty much flat they used to come in on some days but then many times it was like 100 200 crores which really is not much if you go back into the bull market days they've been you know positive 2000 1000 3000 crores also on a day and we only saw a glimpse of that in the last 10 days not prior to that 
and so when when i saw that i thought maybe this is a finally a change in trend simultaneously also ended up with uh, the index futures position of fi is ending up at 70000 contracts last week i wrote that it was a one year high and i thought maybe this is finally a change in trend because for you know since 2018 every time they've added positions on the upside it has been associated with a market top at times uh, an important one as well uh, at 70000 contracts i said we've crossed that limit hopefully this is the start of a trend where they actually add up much more but what we've seen is on monday and tuesday sell off they quickly unwound a large part of that and i have not been uh, you know adding back significantly yet uh and so once again you're back into you know some behavior which uh, which matches a previous period where you know markets were still in a bearish mode and uh, i would really want to see this, these trends change in fact even uh, last year september to jan uh, i was looking at you know certain uh, data which i thought uh, should have gone to an extreme in terms of positive sentiment before the market rolled over that didn't happen uh, prices rolled over and then we ended up in a larger crash uh, once the pandemic really spread around the world now we are seeing and watching the same data all over again with the issue being that we want to see it break out we want something to change because after all uh, the debate will continue whether this rally is a sustainable impulsive rally longer term or whether it's just a uh, you know recovery rally driven by liquidity but the economy is bad and things are not going to work out now i think both narratives have a problem because uh, Uh, while it is liquidity driven which is a fact uh, for the time being the economy cannot remain in doldrums forever in fact we already seeing uh, some improvements come in uh, as and when things are opening up uh, we may be not right back to rosy days but uh, improvement happening from the worst of data so once you look at worst of data which is march april then everything will look better from there onwards now it's just a question of at what pace you go back to normal and then whether you can cross normal and go higher and the support you are going to get from rbi and the government on that front so that's what the case is going to be and which is why unless uh, you know there's something very very negative like a you know true true negative uh, you know second wave of pandemic is the only thing anybody can think of which means the virus comes back and makes a second attack i mean it will take something of that nature to really cause a second major correction or reaction in markets otherwise flows you know in terms of both news and the liquidity part will both keep coming in as positive from time to time you will get corrections of course markets cannot go up one way and that's something we'll have to deal with and live with and the thing the way it's been happening is we've been doing it through rotation so most of august july we saw rotation one sector every week does well then next week the next one does well so each of these 5 6 day cycles i spoke of i've seen different sectoral performances each time and so in the mid of august suddenly that beaten shifted to metals before that it was oil and marketing companies for a week before that it was reliance for a large period of time but throughout august when it was not reliance it was uh, really didn't push up the nifty much but eventually banks came in and then bank nifty participated in the last week the only thing that's happened this week is while i thought that rotation would go on again we ended up getting a reaction almost across the board which is where you know it ended up being something i didn't really anticipate to a large degree but uh, the decline itself is small uh it's not really large when you look at how far we have come if you are an investor it's just a few percentages points off your investment portfolio so it really doesn't have an impact most of the impact of such moves is usually on traders especially short term traders who are looking at weekly or monthly options and uh, those who are trying to determine what is going to be the trend from here so is this the big one my sense at the end of the week is we should still wait out and watch for the next two days that these key support levels continue to hold 
and uh, the potential of a deeper correction may be there somewhere down the line but not big not a not a mega crash or anything but yes corrections consolidations larger trading range than what we've seen so far for the last few months i will continue to track the elliot wave counts and my key indicators for signs that that is happening so that's all for you this week on this podcast see you again next week thank you nothing in this podcast is investment advice views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work please consult a registered financial advisor for the same and yes please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge